Wildfire Concepts presents Seven Figure Furnace Digital Marketing Discussions with Internet Made Millionaires with your host, Cindy Donovan. In this episode number 12, I interview Earl Flormatter, known as the evil marketing genius. Today he shares from his 15 plus years in sales, marketing and technical experience, and in particular his real strength, which is content marketing and building massive online authority by creating and repurposing tiny videos for huge evergreen traffic. During this episode, Earl reveals how to use your current skill set to set yourself apart. He shares his 10 by 10 by 4 framework method to discover what people need to know, how to share it with them, and how to profit fast. He breaks down the method he uses to build authority using a three-phase 365 system for simple content creation that pays dividends all year round. Okay, so Earl, it is so fantastic to have you here on the show. And so for people who are just listening, who are tuned into Seven Figure Furnace today, who haven't heard about you, why don't you just tell us a little bit about Earl Formella? Uh, sure. I'm known on the internet as the evil marketing genius. Everyone hires me to sell all sorts of random things for them from software to memory foam dog beds. That's probably the weirdest thing I've ever sold. Wow. But, um, yeah, and smiley faces and ringtones probably are up there too. <laughs> so oh people have nice smiley faces. Can you believe it? That, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think the most random thing that I've sold was a piano via um, – <laughs> it was a piano and it came, it wasn't just a piano. It was a piano and about three years supply of um, supplies for a survivalist bunker. So and they that, were like, wait, wait that, that, was that the same offer the or same, that'd be one hell it was of a the thing. Same customer. So that, yeah, <laughs> it was oh, yeah. via Amazon and it was, I, I can just <laughs> imagine them sitting around and playing piano and just eating their little supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Survival stuff. And here's my piano that I play with my knife, piano. right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh dear. So today you're going to be talking to us about content marketing, which I'm excited about hearing because I, I want to learn more about this. So, um, first of all, how did you get started in content marketing? Uh, drag kicking and screaming. Um, I didn't want to go actually. Um, I, I kind of just fell into it. Uh, my background is actually, I'm a programmer uh, by trade and then I became an IT guy. And then uh, someone said, Hey Earl, you'd be really good at marketing. And to prove them wrong, I went and did it. And I was just going to say, Hey, look, I failed. Uh, it was miserable. It didn't work out. Uh, ended up making more money in a month than I did in a year. Wow. And then I'm like, I think I'm in the wrong industry. And then I switched gears. Mm. So that's I, I literally drag kicking and screaming. I didn't want to go. That's that's and, and like now yeah. <laughs> that's like um, when you ask your um, husband to do the laundry, or your husband <laughs> asks you to do the laundry, and you throw in a red sock just so that you screw the whole thing up. You didn't do right. it. You actually made it work. <laughs> I tried to screw it up. I yeah. actually did. I All honestly right. did. I went and did everything that I thought that you probably shouldn't do, and like, right. and then who knew it worked? I'm like, oh. well, damn. Oh gosh. So, so what is, um, for our listeners, what is content marketing? Content marketing is, is really um, just exposing what you know as an expert, uh, putting it out there on the internet, being helpful and useful to people, answering the questions before they ask them. And in doing so, you kind of set yourself a, a caliber above. Everyone else charges for all this extra stuff. And 
the hilarious thing is you give it away during coffee meetings anyways. <laughs> so right. why not systemize it to give it away properly? Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do you go about doing that? Uh, structuring it. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a couple of different frameworks where you kind of want to look at for putting your content in such that it's, it makes it easier to, to put it out there. Because uh, content marketing is a daunting thing. People look at it and they go, well, I don't want to make my own Wikipedia. Right? Now, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But if you, if you start building things correctly, you end up making literally, funny enough, your own Wikipedia on your particular subject, you know, matter expert. Uh, and then before you know it, like, you know, the, the, these little steps toward thought leadership end up becoming thought leadership. So I guess, uh, how about, how about going that? There's a couple of different frameworks I, I, I kind of utilize. Um, one of them comes from uh, Michael Canings from ages and ages ago, uh, from a, from a system that he used to, to, to kind of ex exploit the video systems where, uh, people would put a bunch of videos up on the internet and that would just rank like crazy. This is like circa 2000, holy crap, 2000. So 16 years ago. Wow. And, um, I'm still using his framework and it's called the 10 by 10 by four. And it's a, a bunch of questions that you, uh, that you answer prior to the customer asking them. So you, you ask, um, uh, everyone's got the frequently asked questions, right? And then you've got the should ask questions and those are the neat ones. So the frequently asked questions, I'll give you an example. A good example is uh, the poor guy who works at the front of Disneyland, right? Because he gets asked the same question like a right. bajillion times a day. And he, I, it's, a, it's a surprise that he doesn't go postal and start killing people. Um, it, it's the question, where's the castle, right? And everyone's got this question that they get asked 30,000 times a week. Where's right. the castle? Where's the castle? And all you need to do is answer it on a video on the internet. And then hilariously enough, that ranks like crazy because people are actually Googling that thing. And what people don't realize is YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world. And nobody wants to read anything, so they, they put it on YouTube, put, put the answer in. And if you show up, guess what? You're the new expert. Okay. Yeah. So, so do you mainly do video? Is that, is that your thing? No, you actually do all of the above. And the reason why I say do video first is because video gives you, the, um, gives you multiple, um, I guess, ways to strip that video out and turn it into more things. So a video gives you a video. Okay. If you rip out the audio, now you have the audio. Mm -hmm. If you take that audio and transcribe it, now you have an article. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the, take the video, take still shots of the video, put mm -hmm. overlay of like a couple of screens and just some text, and now it turns into a slideshow. <laughs> that sounds pretty easy then. For people that are putting things together, it's not that hard. And then you've got a whole bunch of different content that you can just spit out there. Precisely. And you have no idea what your readership or listenership wants to, wants to do, right? Because you have no idea if they want to watch a video. You have no idea if they'd rather listen to it in the car on the way to work, mm -hmm. the office. Uh, you have no idea if they're a reader, right? So, for yeah. example, everyone tells me video is the best converting thing in the universe, but not for me. I actually hate video. I don't like watching video because it goes at the pace of the slowest listener. Right. right? And that's, that's what people are supposed to do. You're supposed mm -hmm. to pace it out so that everybody can benefit. And I read like a demon, apparently. Um, my, my dad beat me into speed reading as a, as, a young, as, a, as a young child. So I speed read everything. So if I, if I read something, I can, I can absorb that Absolutely. content faster. And this is why we do the video. So, so you do the video, you do the audio, and you do the text so that people can consume it the way they want to consume it. Okay. Um, so how do you find which niche? Maybe we could talk a little bit about how, like if you're going to build um, maybe an authority site or something, how do you determine what's mm. going to work? 
Uh, the funny thing is you can uh, you find what's going to work just by asking Google, right? Uh, Google Trend is your friend. Uh, you can look at Google Trend and it'll actually show you what's working, what's not working, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so I'll give you an example. Uh, I published some books on Amazon and I had no idea what the hell to publish. And I, I'm not a writer. So I just, I literally outsourced the entire thing. And all I did was I looked up, hey, what's trending? And so I found out what was trending. I got in front of that and I just pushed that and that and then answered the questions that people typically ask. So one of the books, for example, was on diabetes. I'm not a doctor. I, I can't, I have a hard time spelling diabetes, right? You can read it really fast though. I can read it really fast. <laughs> but if you ask me to spell it, I'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, so what happened was I just, I just looked up what is everyone asking about these things? And then the hilarious thing is there wasn't a collection of answers on the most basic of things. Like oh, really? so once you get diagnosed, now what? Do I have to change my diet? Do I have to change uh, the way I, you know, can I not drink soft drinks anymore? Can I, you know, how many times do I have to stab myself with that thing to check the blood? Like all those questions that people have, yep. um, there's not one little collection of them all. So mm. if you do this, now the, the hilarious thing is once you've got this going, you can then leverage it. Um, Yahoo Answers, Quora, there's a million question sites out there. They're all asking the same thing, mm. right? So what happens is you, you build this content framework of a base and then you push it out there and then you just answer people's questions with the answers that you've already pre-recorded and you yeah. look like a genius. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm, I'm just um, trying to find a website that I stumbled across the other day. Um, mm. And you basically, you can actually put a word in and it adds like, it pens what, how, who, where, and yes. it creates an entire, do you remember what it's called? Oh, I know what you're talking about, but it's on the tip of my tongue too. I don't remember what it's called, Okay, but I, I have seen it and I, I used it like a week ago. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, I will find, but yeah. I'll find it. <laughs> I will find this. Oh, actually, Alrighty. no, that's not there. Nope. I don't know. I will, I will uh, mention it later on once I work out. Oh, here it is. Here it is. We're getting really close. All right. Sorry for you guys who are listening. Um, it's, it's worth it. Seriously. It's really, really cool. If you watch, oh, nope, nope. So close, just nearly there. <laughs> about to, it's in here. Answer the public. That's it. Answer the, the public. Answer the public. Yes, Answer yes, yes. Public. Yes. Um, and I think that will work in perfectly with what we're talking about here because you can um, put in a word and then it creates a bunch of questions relating to mm. it. It actually searches Google and it finds um, like questions that people type into Google. Yes. And then pulls them. And then you could actually take those and build an entire website around those or a product or something. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. Uh, auto Google autocomplete is also your friend. If you start mm -hmm. typing in something and Google says suggests a bunch of stuff, that means people are searching for it because that's what people are typing into the search query. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You can also look at, uh, like I said, Quora was a good one. Mosaic Hub is another good one. Mm -hmm. um, there's, a, there's, a, there's all sorts of these places, even LinkedIn. Uh, on LinkedIn, on the boards, people ask questions all the time. If you answer these questions, and the neat part is because if you've done it through video, audio, and an article, and you point this to a website, blog, or whatever else, um, they like you right away because they get to see you talk and see you speak and see you move and do your thing, and you magically build a rapport with like a gajillion people mm. overnight. Yeah. And um, so the secret sauce was taking that one video, pointing them to a landing page. The landing page goes, hey, you want to see 19 more of these? They're like, well, yeah. Because <laughs> if they want to know about that thing, uh, mm -hmm. they want to know as much as they possibly can. So they, they put in their email. Once you got their email, you're, you're a marketer too. You know what to do with that. So, 
Yeah, but if you're answering a whole bunch, you've already created the content, haven't you? So you can just use the content that you're answering all these other questions on your uh-huh. blog and, and around the place and then turn it into a giveaway thing and get people on your mailing list. And then yeah. is that where you start to monetize it? How do you actually monetize? Where do you make your money? Uh, typically, you make it on, well, you, you, evil marketing guy, you do it on, you do it everywhere, right? right. So what happens <laughs> is that, uh, so, so if I wanted to do it everywhere, uh, I, I would monetize the site. Uh, so number one, uh, after answering the ten, the, the twenty questions, mm-hmm. uh, I also I also would. Um, a lot of sites don't explain what all the jargon in their in their place means, mm-hmm. right? So there's three or four letter, five letter acronyms that are normal, commonplace, and where in the place that you might work, Just a but knowledge, yeah. outside has no idea what the hell that means. So mm-hmm. explaining that stuff in plain English goes a long way too. Uh, so I actually make a dictionary, uh, depending on the type of client that, that, that I work with. And so we literally have a letter from A all the way to Z that uh, with one term in their space, and then they just shoot these things out again. Right. And then, uh, so monetizing this is, is simple. You put Google AdWords, uh, well, AdSense on the on the pages where you have all this free content. Mm-hmm. And then if they want more, they, they type in their email address, they get the whole you know thing all bundled up in a pretty looking PDF or video or whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once they've got that, then they want to see the rest of your stuff because you've given away what more than most people charge for, mm, right? Yeah. In, in a single swing. Uh, and they're like, hey, if this guy's giving this stuff away, what the heck is he selling? Right. Right. Yeah. I need to buy this guy's stuff. And sometimes it's just a reciprocity thing. Like you've given them so much that they, they, they just want to buy your stuff as a way to thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So you give them that tripwire, the $5, $7, you know, item that, 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 Hey, this is awesome. Five bucks. Oh, for the whole collection. Yeah. Wonderful. Like if you want to see a really good example of this, uh, there's a site called baby pips, okay. babypips.com. And it, it teaches people how to trade on the foreign exchange market. And the hilarity of the entire thing is that they give away the whole course for free. Whole course okay. is for free. If you just sit there and hit next button the entire time, you can get the whole course for free. But if you want it in one happy looking PDF that you can actually reference, it's ten bucks mm. or twenty bucks or whatever it is. Okay. And um, yeah, so instead of sitting there and going like this and pushing the button a million times and hitting print screen, you just give the guy ten bucks and it looks nice, right? As mm. opposed to you know, a web and it's page. easy. You can just flick through it. You can refer to it without having to go back x number of pages. So people exactly. should be paying for it if it's going to be in an easily digestible format. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. So do you do affiliate so, promotions as well? Or um, so do you promote other people's products if it ties in with what you're doing? Or do you generally try and keep the sale in with your your products? Oh, no. We, we, we monetize it every six mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, every way we pay possible. Right? <laughs> so what happens is that sometimes, depending on the site or whatever else, uh, we'll allow sponsors to come on board and they can advertise as a banner. Uh, we can affiliate if there's no sponsor at that given point of time. Uh, we do Google AdSense. You, you, know, mm-hmm. you, you monetize this thing like crazy. Like, here's a bunch of recommended resources. Guess what? They're all pointed to Amazon. Oh, guess what? They're all my affiliate link. Right? So even if you don't right. buy something from me, I've just cookied you. Right? Mm. And at which point, if you buy a lawnmower, I make money. Yay. <laughs> or a piano and three years supply of survival. <laughs> right. And a dog bed. So there you go. Right. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Um, so do you have any other things that you can share as far as uh, content marketers go? If people are starting, what other things do they really need to know? Well, people think that you have to make so much content. It's crazy. Actually, you yeah. know, you don't. Funny, it, it's uh, it's never the thing. It's the thing that sells the thing. 
Right, can so, you hear that? I hope this isn't too loud, but there's like a big helicopter going right it over. It sounded like right a helicopter. I think <laughs> it's I'm not going, we're not going to war or anything. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's flying really close. Sorry, guys. Carry on. Right. It's good. <laughs> uh, I remember Frank Kern and John Reeves for harassing somebody with a helicopter once, and that was hilarious. So really? maybe the bug in you. Anyway, um, so <laughs> it's all the things that you can do is uh, keeping top of mind. Um, there's another campaign that I run called 365, and what happens is that you actually come up with 365 interesting facts about your subject. Oh, wow. So, okay. For example, I used to be the chief marketing officer for a very large app company. Mm-hmm. And what we ended up doing was, was putting out funny facts about apps. And one of the funny facts was more people in the world own a smartphone than a toothbrush, which is very unfortunate, right? But it's a, it's a funny fact that you're top of mind and people are like, well, that's kind of cool. So you just, you know, drop these things out through social media. And what happens is you feed these things out. So, you know, day one, you push it to the blog. Day one, you push it, you know, day two, you push it to Twitter. Wait two days, push it to Facebook. Wait another two days, push it to LinkedIn. And, uh, and the reason for doing these things, and then you can, if you can tie those things in with the videos that you made earlier, all the better. Mm. And, um, and what happens is that you can just recycle, reuse the same content over and over and over again, because you have no idea what's going to trigger somebody's interest. Mm. You write these, you know, 700, 800,000 word articles or whatever, whatever content type you you create. But there's, there's, there's lots of little gold nuggets in mm. there. And the funny thing is everyone going to apply to everyone or appeal to everyone. Right. You Mm. have no idea which gold nugget will attract the people. And Mm. so there's an article that's been like, you know, three years old, but it's an evergreen and you just look at it from a couple of different angles and you push out those angles through the, through the the, the funny facts that you push out because you can, you can get the funny facts from yourself. Right. So Mm. you pull them out of your articles, you, you push them out to social media and, um, you know, the toothbrush thing for the mobile app might be the thing that gets you the, the hundred thousand dollar client. You have no idea. You have no idea what gets your attention. Right. So on a, you know, yeah. on some day someone has some app idea, they've always wanted to enact on it. They finally see the toothbrush thing and they're like, that's friggin' hilarious. I'm going to call this guy. <laughs> that's and cool. that's legit happened. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Yeah. And, um, with the, with the toothbrush and phone thing, you're kind of grateful that they're on the phone and not face to face. Right, exactly. So uh, a lot of the clients, yeah, I don't actually meet. And uh, yeah, so the, yeah. And the funny thing is the joke has come up. You know, the clients actually admit that they haven't brushed their teeth yet. And I'm like, thank you for meeting me on the phone. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, so. <that's> beautiful. <laughs> so for people that want to just get started, um, you know, we've discussed it a lot of um, what you can do. Just go start finding questions, answering them, um, create videos, use those videos and then apply them. Um, can you think of any little bits and pieces that we might've missed? I mean, that seems pretty straightforward for anyone to just come and pick up and, and get happening. Right. Uh, that's all there is to it. The funny mm. thing is I, I've told this to countless, countless people, mm. uh, only a handful have taken me, uh, taken me up on it as clients. Mm. Uh, right. So people who, you know, they, they, they do this. And then the funny thing is they become a celebrity in their industry. There was one guy in the financial services industry, and everybody in the financial services wants marketing and, and nobody wants to do anything. So, but the, the hilarious thing is he, he took my words to heart, actually shot a bunch of these things. The funny thing is he did it all wrong. He, like he, he screwed up the structure, screwed up everything. Still, he just made a bunch of these videos. The, the, he did it with bad lighting. He looked like he was in the cave. He looked kind of scary. And I'm like, dude, that, that was horrible. But the funny thing is he went to a convention, I kid you not, three months later, and everyone there knew who he was. Wow. And everyone there knew his name. And mm-hmm. everyone was mad because he was giving away stuff that they charged for. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Like and the, the funny thing is most of the content that you need, that you can present is already on Google. Like you just have to go and find it and you don't have to be an expert. And I mean, knowing something about a topic makes it easier, but you don't have to be an expert to begin with. No, not, not, not yet. Not even like you, you can instantly become an expert. Remember the definition of an expert is just some guy who knows more stuff than you. <laughs> so if they read 35 articles on something, guess what? They probably know more about it than you do. So, <laughs> so immediately they can answer the most basis of questions because they've yeah. seen, they've seen those, those, those same facts presented over and over and over again. Yeah. And because they've, they've had that repetition, they can now say it with, you know, um, an air of confidence saying, Hey, I've seen this a billion times. Guess what? <laughs> this is the answer to your question. Boom. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and just carry yourself with confidence and, and then just, you know, let's uh, just, if you know more than somebody else and you're willing to share then they're, they're happy to give you the business. Uh huh. So do you do this for your own websites or do you find clients and then you build them out for clients and can you recommend if you're doing it for clients, can you recommend any way to go and get clients if our customers are interested? I mean, we don't want them yeah. stealing your clients, but <laughs> well, there's there's so many clients. It's insane. Right? Like there's 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 so like, like this is like shooting fish in a barrel. Like in terms of like building out a content marketing strategy, there aren't a lot of people who who are doing this properly. Right. Uh, even the guys who came to be content marketing specialists aren't doing this properly, right? So there's there's a lot of people who out there. And the funny thing is, this is the basis of all SEO. Mm. Uh, search engine optimization needs good content. So if you're not making good content, I don't care. You're not going to rank for long. And if you, if you, if you're racing somebody with a good content plan, they'll beat you. Mm. Right? And that's why this is so important. Uh, search engine marketing. If you, if you're paying for your traffic and all that kind of stuff, doing this stuff builds a quality score base that Google sees you as relevant. And if you have all this stuff on your landing page, all of a sudden your clicks are cheaper, right? Yeah. Um, the same thing goes with uh, Facebook relevancy. I like this. I like that. Da, da, da. They look on your page. They find stuff that, that they like. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're more likable. You're more relevant. You're more, you're more giving than everybody else. And, um, and yeah, this, this stuff feeds right into social media too. You, you answer the questions, then people respond back. And if you take that engagement, then you ask them, hey, what else do you want to know? Yeah. They, they give you the next set of questions that everybody's going to ask you anyways. Then you answer them all. And, and then you save their time and then, yeah, yep. Yeah. And you have a whole bunch of extra content. Well, you have to answer the question anyway, right? Someone's going to call you. They're going to ask you about the stuff. You might as well turn it into a content piece. And now the shy people who are too afraid to ask you in person, hey, I need to know the answers to this. You've given it to them in a nice, easy, you know, friendly way if they're if they're weird and they don't want to talk to you right <laughs> just, like, watch the video and like hey look this guy said this and that's awesome and let's, let's do this yep. so that's kind that of how it goes right? awesome so. thank you so much for sharing a whole bunch of actual actionable content and i think our guys are going to get a real kick out of this um do you have any last minute bits and pieces that you might want to share with our seven figure fairness listeners Sure. Um, when to, once you have all this stuff down, believe it or not, you actually have enough for a book. <laughs> once you've done all these steps, you actually have enough for a book. Now, here's the hilarious thing. If you want to beat your competition to whatever, you know, contract or client or whatever else, publish that book. Publish it on Amazon. Now, all of a sudden, you're an Amazon publisher and you're like, what? Right? So, and then when you, when you, when you want to go beat out the competition, this is the evil marketing trick, um, print out like a legit print out a copy of the book, have one physically done hard copy. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to the client to make your pitch after your presentation, ask them to whom you should make out the book to. 
No. Let me get this straight. No one's going to read your damn book. Okay. No <laughs> yeah. one's read the book. But in the back of their mind, everyone will be like, wait, that guy wrote the book on that subject. Mm-hmm. Instant that authority. Book. And then and it then ends up on their bookshelf too. And then, you, yeah. yeah, yep. And people will come yeah. and see that. Mm. And then you get hired for the gig and then yep. other people go, hey, whatever. And then they pass the book along and then you get another gig. And it's like, this is crazy. How much was that book? Like $18 to print or something. And, <laughs> right. Right? and you yep. win like five figure contracts with this mm. kind of stuff. So that's, that's exactly how you use this content to you know, get ahead. That is fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Earl. It is great to have had you here and I appreciate all the input that you've had. Cheers. No worries. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Seven Figure Furnace with Cindy Donovan. If you like what you just heard, please share our web address, wildfireconcepts.com, with your friends and colleagues. To catch our previous podcasts packed with more insight from self-made millionaire fire starters, check the archives on our website. This has been a Wildfire Concepts production. Join us again at our next edition of Seven Figure Furnace.